This B-Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome back to another episode of Big Ideas in Small Windows. I'm your host, Mike Gaskell, and on this show, I love to give back. I try to offer solutions to common problems in practical ways. And that's kind of ironic, given that we are right now getting ready for Thanksgiving. And this is a great month of recognizing the importance of gratitude in our lives. Well, today, I'm going to be giving back by taking a look at a topic that's often overlooked, but profoundly impactful, and that's the significance and science of timing on student success. Now, having visited countless schools throughout my career, I've come to realize that timing is as crucial as the content we deliver when it comes to optimizing learning opportunities for our students. Research consistently reinforces this, highlighting the need to understand and utilize the power of timing in education. One influential perspective on timing comes from the great work of Dan Pink, who dedicated an entire book to this subject. In fact, he called it When. Pink's exploration dives into the cyclical patterns of physiological responses that affect behaviors and actions over time, a phenomenon that becomes even more pronounced during critical phases of a child's life. Think of it as windows of opportunity in a child's development. This, of course, can work in adulthood, too, but we're talking about ways to help kids through those cyclical phases in both their development and educational experience. One such pivotal period occurs during middle school, when children undergo rapid changes in their minds, bodies, and moral compass. These transformations, akin to an avalanche, often overwhelm children, leading to unpredictable behaviors. Now, as educators, we sometimes overlook the significance of these changes or we're just too busy because of the demands of our jobs. Attempting to cram vast amounts of information into these young minds without considering their developmental needs. But how can we better support our students during these vulnerable phases? How can we empower them to understand and manage the importance of timing in their lightning speed development? One way is by strategically harnessing the power of timing to set students up for their success. Now, Dan Pink's insights shed light on how timing influences productivity and satisfaction, particularly in adolescents and teens. He notes the shift in circadian rhythms, indicating that these young learners often feel most alert later at night and struggle with early mornings. We've seen this in the news with schools nationwide talking about opening their doors later and ending the school day later. And that momentum has certainly continued post-pandemic. Now, while changing school start times is a larger societal issue, internal measures within schools 
can make significant differences. And understanding these will help us with that. So for example, assigning challenging academic tasks during students' peak energy times can enhance their chances of success. Scheduling demanding courses such as math and science in the late morning or early afternoon frames can optimize their learning experience. Moreover, careful consideration of the frequency and length of assessments is crucial. Research shows that students retain more when material is reviewed after a break or spaced out over time. This insight suggests the importance of scheduling shorter, more frequent assessments, like quizzes allowing learners to master content effectively. Additionally, structuring larger assignments into manageable chunks aligns with students' mental cadences. By setting deadlines that capitalize on bursts of motivation and sustained focus, educators can enhance students' productivity. Teaching valuable skills such as metacognition, study techniques, and mindfulness further equips students to manage their time effectively. Encouraging students to reflect on their time management strategies and assessing their effectiveness creates a feedback loop for continuous improvement. This is a cycle that just continues perpetually in the right direction. And if we know anything about things like compound effect, that's huge. Now, by implementing mindfulness practices, students can enhance their metacognitive awareness, improve concentration, and develop more effective study skills. Structured breaks during study sessions designed to align with students' chronobiology enhance mood and efficiency, demonstrating the effectiveness of mindful time management. Dan Pink talked a lot about the different kinds of timing that different physiologies respond to. This is really important because when we know that different people, even kids, have different ways of responding to timelines, understanding that and then leveraging that is powerful. It allows students and parents and teachers to support children in ways that they need it. Being mindful of timing and incorporating these strategies into our educational approach can transform the learning experience for our students. By understanding the rhythms and structures that align with their developmental stages, schools and teachers can empower students to thrive, unlocking their full potential. Think about it. If kids are using their time and optimizing their brain focus, they're feeling more productive. I've talked about this in previous podcasts and, and, and writings. When students feel a sense of productivity, a sense of accomplishment, they feel empowered and invigorated. And this becomes part of that cyclical positive direction. I've also talked about this in terms of small wins. Incrementally, as kids or as adults feel as though they're accomplishing something, they want to go a little bit further. And then they want to go a little bit further. A friend of mine talked about this with power washing. When he got started power washing, he thought, oh, I'll just do this little section. And then he wanted to do more. And then he wanted to do more. And like two or three hours later, he was doing his whole, his whole backyard, the, the concrete and everything. And the fence and everything looked beautiful. And this is the idea that once we get started with something, we're motivated to continue that process, especially when we feel a sense of accomplishment and productivity. This is where timing comes in. If we can manage our timing in a way that keeps our minds sharp, boy, do we really strive for greatness. This is so important for kids and their ability to be successful. 
As educators, it's our responsibility to embrace these insights and create an environment where timing becomes a tool for students, not an obstacle. How many times have we seen kids look so sluggish in class? Granted, some of that has to do with some of the social media challenges I've also covered on previous episodes, so check those out. And the fact that they're using too much of their phone that's exposing their eyes to blue light exposure, which throws off their circadian rhythm. So not only are they getting distracted by the pings and the pongs that keep them addicted to the phone, but they also have challenges because their eyes are straining under this blue light and it's keeping them out of balance. So it really is important for kids to understand this and for we as adults to reinforce it. We have a responsibility. I have found that most children when they hear this and get simple strategies to respond to, do respond positively. This is important because if we think the kids are disinterested, then it's not worth it, but they aren't. Kids are generally interested in their own well-being, and they also have a better understanding of it. We have done a better job, especially post-pandemic, of recognizing this. Not a great job, but a better job. And by doing so, we're giving kids the license to say, it's okay to struggle. It's okay to have a problem being on your phone too much. Being aware of it and then utilizing strategies like optimizing your timing and understanding your own rhythms is going to be the difference maker. So I want you to keep these things in mind and definitely check out Dan Pink's book, When. I don't make any money off of this. I just like his work. And he does some great stuff on YouTube with TED Talks and interviews. You can find a lot of information on that, but boy, is timing important and it is often overlooked. We really have to do a better job of seizing on not only timing and how we approach it with kids, but more importantly, teaching kids the understanding of how they respond to timing. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for the next episode of Big Ideas in Small Windows, where we unpack relevant problems with evidence-based and practical solutions And to everyone, have a happy Thanksgiving. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.